joining us on FT Live. It's Charlotte's Web Player Access, sponsored by Recreate, connecting us with our dude, Lance Lynn. What's going on, Lance? How's life right now? Give us the play-by-play. Uh, I'm not going to lie. It's a little hectic. We might be packing. So that's where we're at. <laughs> hey, time out. Where, where are you going, kid? Are you leaving hey, already? I, I don't know where I'm going. I just heard that I might be going. So we're getting ahead of it. Um, just so, uh, you know, when you have four kids, you got you to kind of stay ahead of things and be prepared. Like, right, like as in packing today, are you getting like minute by minute updates? Like it might go down today because we were getting these rumors flying around yesterday. We were like, is he going to make his start? Did you know if you were going to make your start? Uh, every at all uh, at all times yesterday, I was making my start. But there were moments where I was like, man, am, am I about to get tapped on the shoulder saying, hey, uh, somebody else has got it tonight. That was that was uh, you know, a lot of that going around. So, you know, it's part of the business this time of year, especially when uh, you underperform as a team. Unfortunately, uh, guys, friends, and teammates get, get sent off to other places. And, you know, we saw that last night after the game with, with Lopi and Gio. Is this kind of like a, an exciting time for you? I, I feel like around this time when you know basically you're going to get traded, like there's something you get a little renowned energy a little bit. You're talking to the family like, oh, I might go here, I might go there. It's got to be a little exciting for you. Yeah, I mean, you start looking at the teams that are, are you know, interested. You're like, man, I'm going to have a chance to, uh, you know, make a run at something this year. Um, you know, obviously it hadn't been the best of years uh, for me personally and or the team here in Chicago. But when you got a chance to, uh, you know, kind of regroup, uh, take a deep breath and make a run at, at, at a championship, uh, definitely gives you a little, little pep in your step. What does the house look like when you're packing up four kids, possibly not knowing exactly where you're going? What does it look like? I mean, we got boxes that have toys that are that are going in the car getting shipped. We got boxes of toys that are getting shipped home. We've got, you know how it is. It's like, uh, what's the most important thing? And make sure you you bring it because if you don't have it, then someone's gonna someone's gonna go crazy when they're when they're looking for, uh, you know, the baby that you left behind or something like that. So uh, we <laughs> make sure we got uh, wraps on the things that we really need and our, our go tos, and and those are what's coming with us. And are they taking? Are they taking? You know, the trip with you? Are they all going with you, or is it like, ah, it depends. If you go to Tampa, we're not big. You know, we're we're not big in the sun, kind of thing. Yeah, you know how it is. You know how uh, the families are like, ah, this place would be nicer than the next place. So, um, you know, you kind of have an idea where, uh, you know, what each stop's been. Heck, I played at every stadium, so I know all the cities and stuff like that. I think the big things get to be. Making sure you can get a house that uh, you know can everybody can be comfortable within first before everybody comes. But the idea is to make sure everybody goes, everybody gets to experience it because you don't know how long you're gonna do this thing. Okay, Lance, take us through the list portion of this. So the the teams are out there: Tampa Bay Angels, Blue Jays, Cardinals, Dodgers, Giants, Mariners, Mets, Padres, Yankees on your ten team no trade list. How does that get assembled? And then how do the conversations go about if you would say yes or no to particular teams? Like, I want I want a car. I want better. You know, I want a suite. <laughs> I want the whole deal. If you're, if you're bringing me over, right? Like, that's your right in your contract. Yeah. I think uh, the, the original uh, list, uh, there was no really rhyme or reason for it. Uh, we were just going over teams. And, you know, you kind of have an idea. You know you're not going to get traded to any of the central teams um, just because of you know, interdivision trades are usually not happening. So you don't have to worry about stuff like that. Uh, you know, there's teams that are probably not going to be out of it. So the original thought was picking teams that I thought had a good chance of being in things um, and things like that. So you could have a little bit of, uh, you know, maybe maybe say, hey, what's that option look like? What's another year look like? Stuff like that, just so you can have those conversations 
um, to see what they think about you, where, where they're headed, stuff like that before you okay a, a place to go. But you're in a boat now where you just want a chance to win down the stretch here. Um, and you'll worry about next year, next year. So, uh, you know, there's been no, uh, personal or no calls to me asking me if I would lift, um, uh, my no trade to any certain team. So, the you know, everything with me is if the team's got a chance to win, uh, give me a call and we'll talk about it. What's going on, Lance? How you doing, man? I'm doing well. How about yourself? All right. All right, man. I know why you had the Yanks on the list. You know, you got the beard going. It's looking <laughs> nice. You know, I understand that. But with all the uncertainty, man, is it I hate to put you on the spot. Is it? Is there one team that you would like to go to knowing that basically you're going to get traded? One of your favorites. Uh, to be I honest with you, I've got spot. four teams and they're, they're, they're all supposedly in on me. So I'm not mad. I'm not <laughs> mad at the four that are in on me right now. So, um, as of, for me personally, I think I'm, I'm in a, uh, you know, in a good spot to where I might land, um, to, you know, I think the, of the teams that are, that are interested, every one of them are in first place. So, uh, there's some people out there still think I can get it done. Um, I know I can get it done. I'm just uh, looking forward to an, uh, a chance to make a run and, and have a little uh, different uh, perspective here down the stretch. Nice. Okay. What are the four teams? You need them. <laughs> uh, what did they say in yesterday? The Rays, uh, yep. the Dodgers came out, Rangers came out, and then uh, shoot, who was the fourth team last night? Uh, crap. There's been uh, what's the fourth team? The Brewers. <laughs> no. I've not heard the Brewers one time. Toronto. I mean, is it a team that was on the list? Like, is it a Toronto or? No, uh... there's no team on the list. So that's why maybe that's why it didn't really pop in my head because it's one that I had no choice to go to. Even if they even if they pulled the trigger, it's hey, here you go, enjoy your flight. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, and almost every team needs pitching. I'm trying to think of who else. Philadelphia. You guys, you guys getting on a PJ so you get there quick and everybody everybody gets there at the same time, depending on where it's at? Oh, yeah. My girls love to fly uh, private. They, they don't like commercial <laughs> at all. And to be honest with you, we love to fly private, too, so they don't have to worry about commercial. We might get ourselves kicked off a commercial flight with, with, with my kids. <laughs> <laughs> Epic. Hey, all right. So right now, you're waiting, but Lucas – and Reynaldo are the first two to go. So that goes down yesterday. Take us through, you know, what you saw from those two when it happened. And also, do you have one of these where there's this like package deal must be in Lucas's contract where he gets dealt wherever Reynaldo gets dealt? Because that Adam Eaton deal from years <laughs> back, they both went in the same trade there too. Yeah. So it's kind of a, it was kind of a weird way it went down last night. It was after the game. Um, Lopi gets called in first. I think Geo's showering or eating or something, and you know everyone tells him congrats. You know, good luck. All you know, best of all that stuff. And then Lucas comes and gives him a hug. He's like, "Man, we've always been teammates. I'm gonna miss you." And then they tap Lucas on the shoulder. And I was like, "You guys aren't done yet." It looks like so. It was kind of a, uh, a kind of a weird little moment for him because he thought Lopi was gone. He's like, "Man, we've always been teammates." Uh, in same organization, you know, who knows, you know, I'm going to miss you. And then next thing you know, they're going together. So we just told him, Hey, you guys are going to be best friends for life. So you might as well just get used to it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, obviously whenever someone gets traded and you say your goodbyes, it's, it's never a good feeling. Cause you know how it is. If you're getting traded and guys are going places, you underperformed. There's really no other way to put it. And 
you know, you wish everybody the best and all that. But as of right now, we, we underperformed as a team and, and we're getting uh, dismantled because of that. Were you surprised the Angels, though, were the team that they're going to? Because everyone's talking about Otani. Are they going to move him? Hey, I don't know what the percentage chance is for the White Sox, obviously, at this point. Obviously, it was pretty much close to zero based on how the team's done for postseason. The Angels' percentage chance to make the playoffs is still very low. So they pick up two dudes that are your teammates. And I would think maybe they were surprised unless they heard otherwise that that was the team they were moving to. Yeah, I'm going to tell you that no one saw that place coming. Um, to be honest, you hear a lot of rumors about other places with, with Gio. Um, he was pretty much connected to every team looking for a starter is what it sounded like. Um, and then you hear the Angels, once they say we're bringing Otani back, they seem to be going for it, which you respect because – You'd love to see Mike Trout and Otani in the, in the postseason somewhere. And, uh, you know, that'd be good for baseball. So, you know, hopefully they can uh, have a run and, and do their thing. And, you know, I hope the best for especially for Lucas and, and Lopi. Um, and, you know, get a chance to go show, you know, what they're about in another organization before they hit free agency. Hey, Lance, for the White Sox, do you feel like the team did enough during the winning window? Because some fans are pissed where it's like it felt like it was coming for a little bit. Right. And, the, and you had the, the postseason appearance where they didn't go as far as they wanted, but kind of felt like this team could take off for a couple years. And now it's back on the downturn when guys are chit chatting about how kind of this is the end and they're breaking up the band. Do you feel like there was enough? Brzezinski's not here, your boy, but he would definitely say he's like, they, they've never gotten a player for a hundred million dollar contract. You know, like when you're in, you got to go in, baby. Yeah. I mean, you understand that, especially as a fan. Hey, when if you're supposedly going for it, let's go all in. But I think in the uh, ownership's mind and all that, uh, they have gone for it. You're looking at uh, what our salary this year is the highest it's ever been in franchise history. So you can't sit here and say that they haven't gone for it. It's just things haven't worked out. Um, to be honest with you, you know, we had some health issues. That's part of the game. But, you know, there was issues with <clears throat> we just didn't come together as a team and we underperformed. There's really no other way to say it. And, you know, you can point fingers at, at whoever you want, but sometimes 26 guys just don't come together and make a good team, and we weren't able to do that for some reason. You have an option for next year, $18 million. Does this no trade or you know, are you getting traded? Do they come to you and say, hey, if we trade you here, would you be willing to pick up my option? Or is that is that a discussion that you've never been through or you don't know how that works? Um, yeah, so I think the the big thing is with with the teams that I put on it. There was, um, you know, you knew that there were uh, teams that were most likely going to win, and they're going to win for a long time. So if there was the way the waving of the no trade, you can maybe say, hey, what's that look like about picking up my option or or adding another year and stuff like that. But right now, where I'm at right now, I just need to go have a have a strong end of the season, no matter where I'm at, and just show everybody that I want to win and uh, I want to have a chance to play for a, a championship this year and uh you know that other stuff will take care of itself now uh, i want to talk about tim anderson a little bit he's been smacking the ball around lately doing pretty well it seems like he might be destined to leave too as well um what are the talks about him has he been chatting a little bit what's he is he getting giddy in there a little bit or no uh, to be honest with you i think you're starting to see tim fully get healthy after his little knee issue um happened earlier this year people don't realize you know you get to you know how it is. You get, don't have your legs under you at the plate. There's no good. So he was trying to generate power because he knew he didn't have his legs, and, he, and then he got out of it, got out of what he does best. And you're starting to see that um, his legs feel good. He's starting to hit the ball the other way again. He's been able to stay back. 
and uh, make good contact where early on he was, you know, he was just trying to force things because he didn't have his legs under him. But, you know, Tim's a good ball player and, you know, he can do a lot of great things on the field. Um, and I know he wants to win too. And this has been eating at him all year. Um, I don't know what's going to happen with him. You haven't really heard much, but I know that he wants to win and wherever he plays, he's going to give everything he's got every day, uh, no matter what, uh, what's going on. And, uh, you know, he's starting to get healthy. So when he's healthy and doing the things that he can do, man, he's a really dynamic player. When you get to your new team and you get into the clubhouse, what's the first thing you do? You're meeting 15 new people. You're meeting the assistant club. What's, what's the first thing you're doing? Are you killing spread right, right out of the gate or are you? <laughs> no, you, you got to wait for the spread. Uh, but the first thing you do, obviously you walk in the manager and tell him, you know, Hey, I'm ready to rock. Just tell me what you need me to do and let's go do it. And then most likely, you know, it is when you get older in this game, you probably know half the clubhouse somehow, some way. So, there's going to be some uh, guys that you got to catch up with and stuff like that. And then you meet your new teammates and then figure out when you're going to strap it on to go pitch that day. And, and that's where it's at. And, and then naturally you got to get with the catchers and be like, Hey, here's what I like to do. What do you like to do? Pitching coaches and all that. And what do you guys got for me on, uh, on uh, how we want to go about uh, working together here. And then you kill spread. Yeah. And then and you then, kill spread. And then, you know, kill spread, then maybe have a drink and get to know people. Yeah, and and Kratzy, this was important that I learned from Kratz the other day. Spread with shirt on. Like our, all the guys on this show, they saw Sal Freelich, the rookie on the Brewers. Um, it was before he got to the bigs. In fairness, he was the the big big shot in the minors. Lance he was can do it though. No he could do it, without, do it without a shirt on. He, you eat? He, yeah. You eat in the clubhouse with no shirt on? No, I like to be fully clothed when I eat. I struggle with guys with no shirts or and or, you know, with other things in the spread. I don't want to say it on here. You know, I like to wear, like to wear pants and a shirt while eating. <laughs> you don't want things hanging See, around. Lance, Lance would have got on him for that for sure. Oh, hell yeah. Just like you guys all said no it, doubt, right? No doubt. I'm with you. All right, so we got a couple fan questions. One from Drew here. What's your favorite memory on the White Sox? And what would be your message to fans about your time here? Uh, man, to be honest with you, the fans here were awesome to me. Uh, you know, the South Side of Chicago, they have they have pride. They're not afraid to tell you how they think and, and what they what they expect from you. So I respect that. Um, you know, I've always been a truth teller. I've always expected, uh, you know, people to tell me the truth and do what they're asking. You know, unfortunately, I you know, me personally, I haven't had the, the best year that I wanted, but I had some I had some good times here. The fans were awesome. You know, they let me be me and they supported me and I respect them for that. And, uh, you know, I wish them wish them all the best. And, uh, you know, obviously, when you make the playoffs, that's always the best times. But we obviously didn't make the run that we wanted to that year either. And then you have multiple fans asking for, you know, a look beyond the numbers. Do you think there was anything like from a chemistry perspective fans want to know that like prevented the team from doing what they're doing and it just felt like the talent wasn't getting the job done obviously you're not going to go on there and be like yeah everyone hates each other and that's why we didn't perform up to the expectations you know fans always want to know that stuff like what's going on in the clubhouse and obviously it's harder for everyone to be smiling when when the team's not winning as much as they feel like they should yeah i mean you look at whenever you're on a team that's underperforming uh, nobody's happy. Um, nobody's excited about losing games and stuff like that. So in all, in all honesty, everybody got along well. There was just one of those things where on the field, for some reason, we just couldn't ever, we haven't been able to find a rhythm, especially the last year and a half. That first year we had a, a lot of, a lot of positives, a lot of winning and all that. So when you're winning, you're able to, you know, build off of it, 
um, and come together and all that. When you're losing, it's like kind of everyone kind of feels like they're on their own island because it's like, man, is it my fault we lost today? Or, you know, is it like, how can I do better myself? And then you just, you're just unable to kind of, you know, get out of your own head sometimes. Um, but man, when it's all said and done, I have some of my lifelong friends in this clubhouse. Um, and you know how it is. It doesn't matter if you win or lose, you, you're going to create those relationships. And, you know, there's guys that, uh, you know, you're going to contact forever and, and, and be in touch with. It's just for some reason, health, uh, just the the way that everything worked, nothing figured like got on a rhythm, and you just you just sometimes you just can't explain it. There's really no other way to do it, and uh, you know we weren't able to do that uh, for whatever it may be. Hey, are the Reds on your no trade clause? No, the Reds aren't on my no trade. You know that. Yeah. I'm, I grew up yeah. in Indianapolis. I'll play for the Red Machine. I think that I think that think that's the fourth team. I think that's the fourth team. I no, think, is it the Reds or the Orioles? I think the Reds would be a super fit for you, dude. I've got some, uh, I mean, their manager was my bench coach in St. Louis, so I've got mm-hmm. some ties there, that's for sure. So, uh, heck, they're, I think their bullpen coach I played college baseball with. So, you there's fit definitely right in with heck, those boys. You, you and Votto going to dinner every night? I'm getting old, man. I know everybody, though. <laughs> you and Votto going to dinner every night, especially after the interview he had the other day. You guys would be perfect for each other. I don't man. I, him and I might, it might be a weird little fit. We're both way dry. <laughs> I mean, I we, we might be like the Bash Brothers, or we might just kind of just get after each other. Who knows? It, it was a little bit of both. That's why it would be a perfect fit. Hey, Lance, um, how's Dylan Cease doing? Because I feel like most of the dudes that we're talking about, like there's a lot of guys that are either going to be free agents or close to it, right? For the White Sox that are most likely going to get dealt still here. Like uh, I know Joe Kelly just came back, and um, uh, obviously we've talked about you and and the two dudes that went yesterday. Maybe like a Andrews Grandal. Um, Dylan Cease is interesting because he was so freaking good last year. He's had his ups and downs. We've certainly seen some of those starts where he's great. It's it's almost been. I mean, I don't want to put it right in the same light here but like uh corbin burns you know where he he's had his ups and downs too but you know the talents there and if he's on a contender he could win you a world series where do you think he's at this year from what you've seen and is he kind of checking you know his phone a little more right now too yeah no i think when obviously you don't know what's going to happen um but he's a he's in a spot where he's young cheap and controllable so i don't think he's going anywhere especially if they if they plan on uh you know, making a run at it again next year. Uh, but all in all, you look at a guy who's um, my first year in 21, he really, like, learned to start coming to his own. And then last year st- started dominating, um, had a lot of success. And then you're looking at the league kind of making an adjustment to him, and he's making that adjustment back. And that's part of the that's part of the pitching prospect or the pitching process throughout the years. You got to you know figure out how to be successful here, and then you got to figure out how to make the adjustment once they figure you out. And then after that, it's about execution. So I think with with all of this this year, he's had uh, sometimes where he didn't execute the way he wanted to, um, or some things weren't weren't falling his way. But all in all, man, the guy's still got great stuff. Uh, he's not having a, a terrible year. And he's really, especially as of late, throwing the ball well. He just, you know, you know, I can't buy a win. It seems like, and that's that's part of the problem sometimes when you when you when you get in these stretches where the whole team's kind of not doing uh, up to their up to their capability. Everybody kind of uh, seems to uh, you know be in a funk at the same time. It's just a it's just a weird weird way to go about things sometimes. Lance, last one from us. What do you think of the 
Cardinals clubhouse right now and what they're going through because you know a lot of those guys and they came out and said just like the White Sox like it's not our year we're trading dudes away they have a lot of free agents I mean they could trade away like five to seven players over the next five days and also another team they were supposed to be really good they were picked by most to be the division winners and it just didn't work out for them and it's not like it was like an overabundance of injuries and I know you're your boy Wayno, who you like to give shit to, it, it sucks for him. I almost wish that like he could get dealt and see how he does the rest of the season because like this is it for him. He announced he's retiring. Yeah, I think that you know the reason why he came back is he was he wants those two hundred wins in a Cardinal uniform. So you just wish down down the stretch that he gets healthy enough where he has that opportunity. And you know there comes a time in every organization where you know sometimes it just doesn't work. Um, you look at the Cardinals where they you know they have the talent. Uh, you know, they have some young guys that are controllable. They've got guys that are coming up free agency. They've got a chance to, to uh, you know, regroup and uh, like not even it's not even a rebuild. It's like all right, we gotta we're gonna get rid of some of these guys, add some depth throughout the minor leagues, and then see what the off season looks like for us, so we can just retool and get back at it. Um, sometimes that happens in this game. You see, the Yankees did that years ago with when they got rid of Chapman and everybody like that, and then next thing you know, they were right back at it the next year. So. I can see that out of the out of the Cardinals, uh, especially you know if you keep Goldschmidt and, and Arenado, and and then you you add some pitching around what they got and and do some things like that, they're going to be right back in the mix next year in the Central. All right, the PJs a flex because the family likes it. You're going to fly into your new city on a flex. Are you getting in? Now you've had so many different numbers. Are you getting into your city depending on the team and being like, I want 33, I want 31. Uh oh. <laughs> no, so and, for me, it's going to be anything in the 30s. So that's okay, kind of all the, all the 30s are 30. taken. Yeah, all the 30s, all the 30s are, are taken. Are taken, you going to flex? Somebody with less time than me will not have that jersey on their back end. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to buy them, though? What are you going to get them? Hey, they ask and, and they'll, they'll get it. So we'll, we'll just figure it out. Yeah. So, you know, for me, I think I've had, I've had, you know, I've been on different teams where there's only, Minnesota, I had 31. I had 31 in St. Louis. But after that, I've just bounced around in the 30s. So anything in the 30s will will, uh, will go go to uh, – would be nice. You know, if I go back to Texas and 35 is available again, maybe I'll jump back into that. So, um, you know, it's kind of fun to have the – known what jersey number you were in what city and then just like that's a, that's what you were there. So if I go to a city I've never been to, it's whatever they have available in the 30s and I'm going to hop into it and uh, I'm going to go pitch. Kratz, are you about to join the Rangers because Jonah Heim got a little hurt and grabbed 35 for like three days? So you <laughs> can get quick. a little I'm Rolex some, out of it? I'm going to get some, I'm gonna get some uh, college funds for my kid. <laughs> Lance, you Lance will be sending my kids to college. Appreciate you, Lance. <laughs> wrong with it. <laughs> Good stuff. Hey, yeah, I, mean, I saw I saw Lackey yeah. buy a Babe Ruth something for Pat Neshek back in the day. I was like, what is going on? So I've seen some that. weird bias, that's for sure. And then I've seen some guys who just straight up Take it. Don't get you don't Sorry. get a damn thing. Yeah, mine now. <laughs> hey, Lance, awesome to have you. You know, uh, during these times, obviously, I think fans really appreciate the insight. I mean, you guys tell me, no crazy, like fans ask us all the time. It's cool. Like that's why we're doing this show for fans and and for us, obviously, to be able to have players talk to you about like what life's like right now, but also like it's baseball. It's fun. Like. This is not, you know, somebody going through some crazy medical situation. Like, everyone's going to be fine. You're going to have a great rest of the season with another ball club. Yeah. It's crazy, man. When I was growing up and watching, you watch uh, you watch TV or whatever, and you're like, hey, this guy got traded. 
you're like, oh, good for him. He gets to go on another team or something like that. Now you're grown up. You're like, damn. He's got four kids. He's got to pack up everything. <laughs> He's real. He's keeping it real. It's yeah. real. It's real. Hell yeah. Hey, Kratzy, you know, tell him. What's your number? How many? How many teams? How many moves? How many moves? 14 organizations. You know no. who's going to get the biggest gift? Your Who? wife. Yeah. Yep. A oh, huge 100%. gift. Yeah. That's what the off season's for and trips. That's for darn sure. Hell yeah. No, that's why Hey, Kratzy's on this show because he's he moved 96 times 94 96 Kratz help me 94 out. moves of 94. a month or more got, got me of a month or more Ooh, okay. he's our moving specialist he's our trade deadline specialist during this time of year so Let he can know. box he can box shit up with the best of them <laughs> oh, yeah. my wife can well behind the oh. dish i could box stuff up too you know yeah. that box up those wine bottles too foul yeah. like you on opening day yeah get that frying pan out of there hell yeah lance appreciate you man we'll talk to you very soon all right, see y'all. All right. Good luck. Cheers. Lance Lynn with us on FT Live. Really great stuff there from Lance going over the whole deal right now with the White Sox. And a quick reminder to everyone, that was our Charlotte's Web Player Access sponsored by Recreate. Hey, if you want a chance to win a trip to the World Series, you're looking at it on your screen right now, and I'll explain it for the podcast crowd. Recreate wants to send you to the World Series. Follow hello underscore recreate on Instagram for more info. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes end July 31st. That's very soon. Must be 18 or older. For rules, visit charlottesweb.com slash World Series. Recreate is the official CBD of Major League Baseball. Hey, what do we think of Lance here? Like, Locaine, for you, you know, you get to talk to a guy now being on the other side. You're out of the game. And we don't get to see these conversations often. Like you don't get it on TV. You don't get it really anywhere unless we have you guys on to, to talk through it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it can be hectic, you know, um, not knowing what's going to happen, the uncertainty of everything, the entire situation. But he, I mean, he's a pro, you know, he's been doing it for a while. I think he'll handle this with ease. And like I say, it makes it easy when you just take a private jet and just get to where you need to be. So uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be an easy transition for him. I think he's going to join a, Whatever ball club, he's going to fit right in, and he's going to go out and dominate. So I'm excited to see where he goes. I'll say this too, Kratzy. The fans that are listening right now appreciate a player for coming on like that. I've always said this. like This show can also serve a purpose where even in the beginning of the year, remember like Lance had a few rough starts right off the jump. White Sox weren't playing well. And then he comes on, and he's just like, fucking suck. Mm -hmm. Fucking sweeper's not he's sweeping. Real. Like. <laughs> Fans appreciate just real talk. Real talk. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because they don't they don't get that. They get the two and a half minute placard of, you know, we had to do better as a team. We had to do this. You can't get into the fact that he's got four kids that he's got to pack up. And yeah, he's flying on a PJ. People are gonna mm -hmm. be like, oh yeah, I really feel bad for a guy who's making made over a hundred million dollars in his career. That's a man like. That is a father, a husband. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the stuff. This is the kind of, like, guest for him to come on and hopefully Kike coming on, you know, tomorrow, that kind of thing. We get the insight of what it's like. Like, it is real-life stuff. Lorenzo Kane, he's on the show right now. The guy was struggling in his last year, got to his 10 years, and now he's at home. Like, what does that look like? What, is, what do those things look like? And this show, that's what it does. And I, I'm fully on board with, with Lance coming on and being like, yeah, like these are some real things. We barely even talked about what he's going to change. You know, most shows be like, okay, well, when you get to the Raiders, you know, when you get to the Rays or the O's, 
what are they going to change? What pitch are they going to change? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I'll try my cutter a little harder or I'll just try to – no. We got into real stuff today, and I think it was awesome Lance coming on. Yeah, and I'll tell you this because I did the TV thing for a while. They wouldn't even go that far. They would ask him that after he gets traded. Before he gets traded, it's like, oh, awkward and don't want to say anything. And it, it's super weird. So it's just like, yo, let's talk like humans with Lance right now. It's great. You did the so. TV thing for a while? I did the TV oh, thing okay. for a while. I didn't know. I Google me. Google <laughs> me, bro. Google me. Look at my Wikipedia, baby. Hey, FT Live fam. If you're new to the party on the BetMGM Sports app, enter the promo code FOUL, F-O-U-L, for up to $1,000 back if your first bet loses. It's simple. Ready? Download the BetMGM Sports app on iOS or Android or visit BetMGM.com. Sign up and deposit into your newly created account. Place your first bet offer and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if it loses. If the bet does lose, your bonus bets will be available once the wager is settled. Gotta use the bonus code, Valve.